0: We're back in the studio. We've got our lovely room with the view, which you obviously can't see, but we really enjoy it. We're, we're, we're one man short today. Yeah, no, Jake. It's just Josh and Beatty once again. Jake will, of course, be back next week. Um, I feel he is just too much of an elk hunter for his own good. <laughs> we tell him time and time again to cut it out. We've got a podcast to run. And he just pulls out his rifle and he says, Boys, I really need to shoot an elk in the head. It's, I'm it's bloodthirsty. It's hunting season, I'll see, I I'll, I'll see you when I'm done. <laughs> um, but he'll be back next week. Until then, we will no doubt talk about the Celtics as much as possible, <laughs> get it all out of the way. Well, I guess we'll... Let's just get sucked straight in. We won't even run through it. We got LeBron, as of yesterday, is fourth all-time in scoring, overtaking Michael Jordan's record, albeit... It took him 100 games longer to do it. Beatty, what do you think about that?
1: I, I don't really have a take one way or the other <laughs> with it. I,
0: I don't know. I mean, LeBron's played, what,
1: 16, 17 years. Yeah. He's he's going to go close to all those other guys. Who's, who's ahead of him now?
0: Uh, there is Kareem, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Karl Malone, and Wilt. No, not Wilt. I know they are two of them. Kareem and Either way, yeah. I mean...
1: LeBron will probably play a few more seasons. So mm.
0: I and I don't think and he sleeps his way to 25. Yeah, points. exactly. Yeah. That's the
1: big thing. Like he for a guy who's not regarded as a big-time scorer, like he kind of is. Mm.
0: No, he definitely is. Yeah. Like he especially in his younger days, he could have led the league in scoring every year of his career if he wanted to. Yeah. But like I don't know. I mean, it's not like compared
1: to MJ, compared to Kobe, like these guys had those sort of I don't know. They they go
0: for sixty and just be like, "Wow!" But the was... the thing is, the, the, and this is what frustrated me yesterday because like all I could see on Twitter, on like websites, on ESPN, on TV, all everyone was talking about was LeBron beat MJ's scoring record. Is he the goat? Are we really like missing out yeah. on all this? They're two completely different dudes. Yeah. MJ and like you just mentioned Kobe. they were scorers. Yep. It was their job to score yep. the ball. LeBron is a a basketball player. He's not necessarily a scorer. He's not necessarily a table setter. He just goes out and plays He's good and at everything. Man. If it leads him to thirty points, it does. If it does, yeah. it doesn't. Uh, like it's almost
1: irrelevant. I think I saw a stat and this is really unprofessional because I don't have it up, but I saw something where it was like LeBron, the the discrepancy with the amount of free pointers and free throws that he took yeah, yeah. compared to MJ and it was like so much higher. Yeah. And it's, I mean, that aspect of it is, is pretty interesting. I suppose. Uh,
0: yeah. And like in, in that itself, how many times have we heard about like Jordan's best ever moments and his six three pointers in one half was yeah. like one of his best ever moments because yeah. it was so unheard of yeah. at the time. But Steph's getting six three pointers a half every second game yeah. now. It's not yeah. We're not playing in the same the the rules have literally changed. What's to say Michael Jordan wouldn't have scored fifty a game yeah, exactly. in this era? Like yeah. Yeah, silly argument. And you know what my rebuttal to it all is? LeBron's team's not gonna make the playoffs. So, you know what, he can be the best scorer there is, but they're 10th or 11th now, and I think they said on ESPN yesterday, mathematically through their basketball index calculations, whatever, there's a 0.1% chance of Lakers making the playoffs.
1: Yeah, I think the maths is, I, I don't know, Is there's, slight chance. Yeah, saying yeah, there's that, a slight that, chance. Yeah, yeah, that's literally the that's... caption they used. <laughs> so
0: you're saying there's a
1: chance. Um, It's weird because, I mean, I know it's been a couple of weeks since we last recorded, but
0: in that time, the Lakers have just had a terrible couple of weeks. Yeah, it looked like they were going to pick it up for a second when LeBron's like, don't worry, I'm playoff playing. Playoff mode. I'm, yeah, I'm going yeah. playoff mode, blah, blah, blah. Turns out the rest of his team doesn't have a playoff mode. And he just stopped trying. Really. And
1: I, I mean, yeah, I don't even think it's necessarily the rest of the team. I think LeBron. When LeBron is not. I hate this version of LeBron. For yeah, so a guy the, who's, like, I'm a LeBron the, stand, the, the, I hate this version the of LeBron. Super
0: nonchalant, like, whatever. That, that clip
1: of Kyle Kuzma, like, pushing, pushing him, him, that was oh, like, man. typifies, like, yeah. <laughs> he
0: could have closed it out, too. Yeah. That's the thing. It's play after play after play of this shit where. There's a guy on the line, or there's a guy in the paint, which LeBron can get to and defend, but it will exert so much energy he just doesn't do it. Yeah, he'll wait for someone else to do it, and he'll bark at him if they don't do it. Um, I don't know, man. Like, unless he gets some crazy superstar to play with, in yeah, the offseason, yeah, it'll be interesting. <laughs> I don't, <laughs> they think, need something. Yeah, they I don't something. think he's gonna be able to
1: pull these guys up. I I saw a report this morning. We're recording Friday afternoon Sydney time. Uh, that they're probably going to put him on a minute restriction. Yeah, well, if Possibly they're not going to make the play. they as start sitting him for well. back-to-backs. I think, yeah, I mean, that makes sense, doesn't it? I mean, I, I, I wouldn't maybe shut him down fully, but at the same time, there's not really any... There's no point, there's no in no point. There's fighting no, 38 yeah.
0: minutes only to
1: lose the game, potentially I mean, you, if anything, you kind of want a little tank now. <laughs>
0: Well, the better I your pick so, is, yeah. that's another asset I that you can so. package with somebody. They might yeah. as well. Like, what's the point in trying to fight for ninth? You know what I mean. Like, they're not going to get top eight, so you might as well just sink. If I would make his minutes restriction twenty minutes or something. Yeah. Like AD, just he can start the game do some fancy shit and then sit down.
1: Do you think, I mean, I don't want to speculate on it too much, but uh, do you think AD is still the target come absolutely. Off season? Yeah.
0: Absolutely. It, and I reckon once he starts going on a minute restriction, quieting down a bit, all that AD stuff's just going to ramp right up. Yeah. Because he's on his minutes restriction too. Um, We talked a little bit,
1: I think, last time we recorded about about that sort of West seven eight nine ten seed, yeah, and obviously the Lakers were a big part of that discussion, and things have gone south for them in the last
0: couple of weeks. Although it's still it's still dicey at that bottom end. Um, I thought the Kings would be really close, and I think they're still in with a chance, but like, they're playing essentially five hundred ball right now, which for the Kings is fantastic. I mean, they've got to be the feel good story of the year when we have our eventual votes for, like, all the awards show. Dave Yeager will probably be my coach of the year, I reckon. Um, but the Clippers just never dropped off. We were all assuming, well, even thing, when man. we said yeah. there's going to be a dogfight, we were saying that in the assumption that the Clippers were going to kind of tank a bit. And they've just
1: traded away their best player, and somehow they've just continued. they yeah, just as good. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah,
0: uh, It's all off the back of the Lou Williams-Montrez chemistry. Who are just flat out unstoppable off the bench? They're scoring like forty points a game together. It's. I mean, I think of you can go up as high as the Spurs. The Spurs are in
1: seventh right now. They got thirty seven and twenty nine. The Clippers are also thirty seven and twenty nine. I th- I think that the Kings are probably
0: the Kings need to go on like the hottest streaks of the past fifteen years if they have a hope. But to be honest, man, if they make it. If they don't, this has been a phenomenal season. I I really
1: want Warriors
0: Kings first round. So do I. Because Kings so have given Clippers. Warriors a lot of trouble yeah. a lot of times this year. I just
1: think that would be a hype series to get the Kings back into the playoffs. Mm. That fan base would really they'd really be on that. And then
0: they don't even have to win. Even if they oh they pull, probably it, pull man. Even, even if they pull a game or two out of that two games out of the Warriors, they will go into next season. Absolutely charging.
1: I do. I don't know. I'm. I feel like the Warriors are sixteen and or maybe not sixteen and 0 but I think they can get to the to the finals without dropping without a game.
0: A, yeah. Well. Yeah. I mean, it depends what <laughs> version
1: of Houston we get. It depends on what version of I think maybe the Thunder and the Jazz. I, I don't really rate any of the other teams. The Nuggets are sort of the big unknown. Like, I'm critical of the Nuggets, but. They've been really good this this regular season. It's just whether or not it can translate to the
0: playoffs. To be honest, man, come playoff time, when all's said and done in the West, I reckon the only team that could really give the Warriors trouble is the Thunder for no other reason than their absolutely extreme athleticism. I I don't find... like The Nuggets are a great team. I'll be the first to admit I've enjoyed watching them all season long. But the Nuggets they're just they're not going to beat the warriors it's not going to happen like they're essentially warriors light at the moment yeah and warriors light isn't going to beat the actual thing the rockets they had their chance last year chris paul's shooting has fallen off a cliff he's can't really keep up as much anymore
1: he's looking better though i think he is, i haven't he, watched much he, lately he had to like be honest, the
0: past month or so he's he's stepped it up like he's Locked in, gone playoff mode. Whatever and Capella's you call it. back, so I, I, don't know, I
1: think, I think they'll be all right. But I mean, it's funny because they started the season so poorly, and they were like the fourteenth seed, and everyone was like panic stations. But mm. they could very well end up the th- the three seed or the two seed. So, mm. I, I mean, it's kind of it shows you how long a bloody NBA season is eighty two games. But, defensively,
0: I just don't see it happening. I can't, For the Rockets, yeah, I can't, yeah. But I, I mean, that's the thing.
1: Help. I mean, I. I I think it's it's ultimately you're asking too much of of Harden because in a in a series against the Warriors the Warriors have like four guys that can score. Yeah, and,
0: and the the only hope one. I would say would be absolutely hammering the pick and roll at DeMarcus Cousins the whole time, which James Harden and Chris Paul can do better than anyone in yeah. the world, but it's very easy to just sit DeMarcus Cousins and remove that option.
1: Yeah, I I mean I to speak on boogie or well, maybe not so much boogie, but the Warriors a uh, quick, quick add in to our schedule that we didn't even plan. Andrew Bogut.
0: Oh yeah, of course. Is,
1: do you think this is a relevant thing? I mean, I feel no, like it's a good pickup dude, for the Warriors. Hundo,
0: absolutely, Hundo. Like he knows the scheme inside out. He practically helped build the thing when he was the starting center, doing the Demarcus stand on the block, swing the ball around. He he knows it. He can still defend like. And considering his role will probably be 10, 15 minutes if that. Yeah, I watched the, the. A
1: grade. The Fox Sports press conference yesterday, and like the way that he was talking, you know, he was. Ha- even if he didn't play a minute, mm. and he was just waving a towel on the bench. And I, I think that he he's sort of. The ego is just not there with Boga at all. He, he knows He'll his do role whatever he, is yeah.
0: required of him, 100%. And he's awesome, awesome, DeMarcus Insurance. If well, someone that, does target That was my thing, it and I, I think it,
1: it, it's all come around in the last few days, and it's it's quite topical because we watched the Celtics blow the Warriors out yeah. at Oracle a couple of days ago.
0: No Clay Thompson.
1: No Clay, but, I mean, it was one of those, and I, I feel like we'll talk about it a little bit later, about the Celtics and mm. how their season has kind of jolted from ups and downs and ups and downs. And it was one of those ones where it's like, oh, maybe the Celtics are good again. Maybe the (laughs) chemistry has come around. After their five-game losing streak. Yeah, exactly. You can go and beat the Warriors on their home floor. But, I mean, one of the big takeaways from the Warriors' point of view was just Boogie. He still has this penchant to get fouled. He's just such a foul man. He's just foul trouble galore. And I think that's where Bogut, I mean, when they still need to play big. I mean, there's centers in the West like Gobert, like Adams, where you know, you will want to play big. You won't be playing small. So maybe Bogut
0: will have a role there. 100%. 100%. And, like, people are thinking, oh, his rim protection will be great. Yes, it will. But he'll also swing the ball around. He will keep the play moving constantly. He'll be able to set screens, have guys cut around him. He can do outside of the finesse and the shooting. He can do a lot of the stuff DeMarcus can do there won't be that drop-off. And if they do want to go small, they can just play Draymond there. Like, yeah. uh, to me, the West is wrapped up. I don't – like, there's no point. I don't even Yeah, – well, I'm not even going to really well, that, pay attention. It kind
1: of brings me then to the East, and I, I really kind of – I mean, we'll talk about the Celtics now. I I think the East is just more interesting. There's so many – of those t- sort of top three or four yep. teams that we've talked about the whole season, like, it's still just a really interesting development where – like the Celtics are just, are they good? Are and where, they not good? Yeah, where the, Philadelphia,
0: same thing. Like Where the West is kind of set sort of already, there might be a few seating changes here and there. The East is wide open, man. Like the Pistons are playing their best ball of the season only now. Blake Griffin is having the best year of his life by far and away. He's playing fantastic this year. Drummond's shooting free throws. He can play ball. Like... Luke Kennard's getting plus 30 a game off the bench.
1: I've not watched any Pistons in the last month. They've been is, they've is, turned is, is it is on, Thundma- man.
0: Is Thunmaker getting minutes? Yeah, is he, he got 20 minutes yesterday from memory. Um, didn't score a hell of a lot, but he was a plus in his minutes on the court. Um, and they got playoff Thon. People playoff forget. Thon. <laughs> that's what they were trading for the whole time. The Pistons
1: are in six right now, and which is against the Pacers' three. I mean, I don't think the Pacers will hold on to
0: three. but uh, But that's yeah. the thing. If they do... Like, that series is more competitive than it yeah, looks. Yeah, man, it actually, Just you're, right, you're absolutely right. Yeah, Because Oladipo's not playing. So, basically, it's Blake Griffin versus Miles Turner. I
1: want to use that whole, I mean, every year. It's like, oh, which team in the lower seeds do you not want to
0: play? But you look at the lower seeds and they're I, I don't good. want to play
1: the Pistons and yeah. I don't want to play Brooklyn. So, like, there's a couple
0: of teams And there. even the Heat. They're like, the Heat are wildly inconsistent, but... If you're looking at the standings now, the Heat are 30 and 34. The Magic's 30 and 36, and the Hornets are 29 and 35. They're probably the three three. that are going to compete for that last spot. I find the Orlando thing
1: the most interesting because Orlando is kind of like the Kings that we're just sort of touching on in the West. Like They haven't made the playoffs in I can't even remember. Mm. And that fan base would – I mean, they would get swept in four (laughs) against the (laughs) Bucs. Yeah, absolutely. playoff ball for them would just be huge at this point, I think. Um, I mean, it – it's funny that you mentioned the Heat, the Magic, the Hornets. They're 8, 9, all, 10. Yeah,
0: they're all competing for the same division. And this
1: is not good for our Mount Inari <laughs> while no, we're
0: here. No, the, Jake went with Hornets, as we all know, earlier in the year. I also I, went I, with I, I reckon they're actually going to come out <laughs> third <laughs> in this battle. I
1: think you probably, I mean, the way it's shaping, I, I, I would have to look at the strength of schedule, but I, I
0: just, I'm not confident. I feel like the Hornets just have a shitty team, man. Yeah, they're That's just not that good. <laughs> they're just not yeah. that good. Um, but the, this takes me back to my point. The Heat, while they have been very, very inconsistent, I feel like they have the biggest shovel. They have the biggest ability to dig when it really matters. Guys like Justice Winslow, he fights. Guys like Dion Waiters has been fighting. Uh, Bear Matabayo's been fighting. These guys, are, they'll actually put their body on the line. The Hornets, yeah. like, the, man, they're the softest team in the league, I reckon. They can get pushed over. I don't. I saw a stat not long ago, and it was like their record versus teams under five hundred, yep. and record versus teams over five hundred, and their record of teams over five hundred was so bad. <laughs> Luckily, they beat all the shit teams, but I think they, they cannot dig.
1: The Heat just benefit from from Spo and that sort of yeah man. and like having someone they're like Dwayne good. Wade on the bench dudes like Dwayne Wade yeah. Goran
0: Dragic He's a vets that they know what Dragic doing. has come back he looks yeah. fit and ready to go um, even Whiteside's been coming off the bench I I think it, if you're looking at it in a series against the Bucks the Heat would put up the biggest fight I think
1: uh, since Jake's not here today. Let's talk about the Celtics. Let's talk about the Celtics. This might be the (laughs) one podcast that we ever record where I'm going to say some nice
0: things. (laughs) Well, go on. You have the floor. (laughs) Take it from here. I
1: I watched that Warriors game the other day. They were in a back to back the following night against Sacramento. Another tough
0: game. And they won. They won both of them. I think if. They gave the Warriors their biggest home loss in the Steve Kerr era. I I don't want to get too
1: carried away with two games but it was for all the negativity that was coming out of that team going in i just they have a lot of talent mm. you can't ignore the amount of talent they have gordon hayward has like had two really good games it's like mm. well, where has this guy been
0: well he's actually been playing pretty good for the last month the thing is when he has a bad game people jump up so quickly yeah. he's a stinker the, like, for the contract that he's on and yeah, all that yeah that it kind of washes over all the good games he had but I I come to think of this after that Warriors game I did a bit of a a deep dive on his analytics to see exactly where he's at compared to before his injury and if you're looking at it obviously if you're looking at it per game just counting stats it's not going to be as good he's coming off the bench he's playing less minutes all that jazz even per 36 doesn't quite match up but per 100 possessions if you look at his Offensive rating, his defensive rating, all that jazz. It's pretty much exactly in line with the rest of his career. The only season where he absolutely noticeably outplayed this current one was his last with the jazz, the one yeah. that got him the contract, the contract to begin first with. place, yeah. Um, I have a feeling after the end of the season, he'll have a regular off-season. He'll come back, get back into the rhythm. bit like Paul George when he came back from his injury. I think Gordon Hayward will be back to normal before we know it.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think their team will also be. There's a good chance that Kyrie might not be there. Yeah, what do you re- what do you reckon
0: season. about that? Yeah, I
1: think he's going to New York. Do you York. think? Do
0: you think there's
1: smoke next? Yeah, to absolutely. I I mean, fire it's, next to the smoke, It's weird. I like, I don't know why would he be un- so unhappy <clears throat> playing on
0: that team. Well, this is but. the thing. He's not outwardly saying anything. He's just staying quiet, looking. That miserable. is true. That's a good point. And. Like, one of his best friends in the world, Kevin Durant, a guy that we all know does not like speaking to the media. I feel like Kyrie's kind of just doing the same thing. He's like, I'm not telling you. You can ask me all you want. I'm not telling you what I'm thinking. Not telling you you what I'm doing. But you don't buy any of the both of them ending up in New York next year? Look, it's very possible, man. like, Like I was saying, when there's smoke, there is often fire. But the thing is... He, he started the season telling a stadium full of his fans, yeah, did, yeah. I'm staying. That's the only time he's actually said, I will do this. He never said, I'm going to New York. It's just the media yeah. firing it up, firing yeah. it up, firing it up, and he refuses to acknowledge it. But his attitude toward the whole thing, I think, is having a really negative effect on, on the, the rest Celtics. Of the time, yeah. Even if he is going to stay, like no one wants to hang around some guy that's just miserable all the time, grumpy, not talking to anyone. I heard some insider say the only guy he really talks to on the team is Marcus Smart and Jason Tatum. I don't I don't know how much you take from that, but it's just it's not it, no one wants to be around a misery guts, you get me? Like yeah. You got all this talent, but if your most talented guy is bringing down the mood of everyone, that's 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 a problem. you got to fix that. Purely, like, as a neutral, I kind of want him to go to New York.
1: I just think to, to have another team in the East that's relevant to add to this Boston, yeah. Philly,
0: and, and Milwaukee, and that sort of... And it's the Mecca. Like, yeah. it's Remember how crazy it got when they actually were half competitive for a year or two. Yeah. Like, the whole NBA jumped on the Knicks bandwagon. Like, everyone wants the Knicks to do well. But at the expense of leaving the talent he's got on the Celtics, I'm not so sure. And uh, like you like you were just saying, are they good or bad? I think they're good. They're a good team. They showed they're a good team last year and they've only gotten more talent since then. Yeah. They just haven't figured out how to share how to work with one another I, I Still. guess
1: my concern is I think come playoff time I think they're not a team that is going to they're going to have a long playoff series mm. they're going to be playing six and seven games I reckon probably from the first round onwards I don't see them as a team that's going to be able to blow out teams well in current, current standings they've got Philly first round and I mean you would straight up Boston have had their number for the yeah. last couple of years, and I think they did them in five last
0: year in the yeah. second round.
1: And this season. Al
0: Horford's uh, Joel Embiid's kryptonite. Yeah. this I mean,
1: this Philly team is – is it's weird. This Philly team is a little bit different. Again, there's Butler and there's Tobias Harris now, but as you said, it's the same result every time. I think that Brad Stevens is probably a better coach than Brett Brown. I don't mm. think that's necessary. that's – I think he is just Not straight Not debatable. Up. That's, yeah. Yeah. But at the same time, it's hard to, to the talent on the Sixers is the talent on the Sixers. It's it's good, man. Simmons and Embiid are good. And I just think that it's going to be a tough... I don't see them blowing out any team. That's I guess that's what I'm trying to say. Like, I think Milwaukee will run through half of these teams in the bottom, bottom yeah. seedings.
0: Oh, without question. I don't think any of the... Outside of the Celtics, the... What is it? Sixth, seventh, eighth. They have absolutely no chance, and like,
1: I mean, it's it's no different to previous years. I think I think Milwaukee and Boston were first round last season, and that mm. went to seven games. So, and I mean,
0: the Celtics have the depth; they they are a deep team. But I, I just to I, be honest with you, even teams like Philly and the Pacers, I don't think they could keep up with the Bucks either. Yeah, man. The thing I, I that mean, makes is that the thing that makes rolling. the Bucks so threatening is that every guy on the team knows his exact role. So what that gives them is when the game enters a certain situation, say it's tight or say the other teams using heaps of big men to pack the paint, whatever it might be, the players on the bench without the coach even telling them, they'll know, right, they're packing the paint with a bunch of big guys. He's probably going to call on me soon because I'm the floor spacer, I'm this. They'll know, they can get ready. The problem with the Celtics, no one seems to know what their role is Terry Rozier's been floating between filling right. in starting point guard, backup point guard. Like when he does start, does he play like a starter? When he comes off the bench, does he play like a starter? Does he have to play differently? Gordon is a do-it-all kind of bench guy. Yeah. Like Jalen Brown's, Brown's, Brown's kind of, hey, hey, you're – and now he's kind of found a bit of a rhythm. Yeah. I feel like they've explicitly told him you're going to be a – three and d guy wing defender attack the rim when you can and that's all he's been really doing but like there's there's so much talent it's so important that they have to know what they're meant to be doing to maximize that if they're all just wandering around that's why they're on a five game losing streak and then that's why they can smash the warriors the next game because they have the talent there yeah in a playoffs I, I, I still am of the belief come playoff time, they'll flick a switch, everyone will put their differences aside and they'll just win games. It's probably a good
1: shout, Josh. I, I yeah, I yeah, you're probably right. I, I I think that's something that I mean, Kyrie's a big game player. Yeah. And the playoffs is a, simple that's the as stage. that simple stage. Yeah. Yeah. I mean I, I, I I've been critical of Tatum in the past as well, and I I still would like to see I just want him to be more aggressive. Mm. I feel like that guy at his size and with his ability, like he could he could should, should be so much more.
0: But this that that in itself might be a product of everyone not knowing their roles and yeah. whatnot. Like yeah. he might be uh, say Brad said, righto, you're going to support the scoring. Kyrie's going to hold the ball, run it in, he'll either dish it or get to the rim or whatever." And Jason Tatum's then is just like, "Well, I guess I'll see what happens in the play and work with what I'm given. His percentages have almost universally regressed since From his rookie season, year, yeah. which is not good. But in his rookie year, he had a very clear, we need you to do this. And he just doesn't have that this year. You see the talent in the guy. He can get past anyone he wants. Like
1: I, 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 you, I never thought of it, but I think that your point about the playoffs, I, I kind of do... That resonates with me. I, I do think that that's. I mean, a lot of people talked about the Lakers, and I think similarly with the Celtics, where all this AD trade talk like that's getting into the heads of Ingram and Kuzma, and the same for the Celtics guys. I mean, once the off season starts and Kyrie's when the on the rotation their new contract, shortens,
0: yeah. and they can. I just think it's a new season in the playoffs.
1: Yeah, and they, it is. Uh, everyone
0: much. starts to say, "Well, now we're going to win a championship." The Cavs showed it for the last four years yeah. that the playoffs is almost. A different competition to the nba like the regular season you can sleep your way through if you have enough talent it's been shown year after year after year the celtics have slept their way through this season and they're still 40 and 26 i mean it's i mean it's no 67 played, and whatever but <laughs> they've played like shit and they're still at 600 right now yeah I mean, imagine if they'd play up to their potential. They're like, they'd be up there with the Bucs. They'd have barely lost. They've only lost 10 more games than the Bucks have. Think about that. Yeah. <laughs> the Bucs are universally the best team in the East right now. Uh, the Best team in the league, I think. Yeah, probably the best team in the league. Yeah, easily. And actually. they've only won a bit more than the Celtics have. So come playoff time, they'll be a threat, particular at the, particularly at that lower seed um, I think the Pacers are going to be hard-pressed to keep up. The Raptors are also very interesting. Now that they have Mark Gasol, he's fit in seamlessly. Yeah, he has. And they've been playing really bloody good. So that's another one that is a definite contender to I, go I, to I, the finals. I
1: just think the Bucks and the Raptors
0: are... I. They're the cream of the crop. I think
1: they're there's a clear gap between them and the rest in the East. Yeah.
0: And uh, to that point, I think the Celtics could be in that conversation as well. If they were as structured as the Celtics and uh, the Bucks and Raptors are the Bucks and Raptors, they show up, they know exactly what they're meant to do. The Raptors to me have been playing like robots all year. And I don't mean that like you can't beat them. They're robots, but like, it's so mechanical they know this guy has to do this. He's going to play 20 minutes. Then he's going to come off. This guy's going to come on. Like, it's just so formulaic, everything they do. Almost, you're helpless to it. They beat themselves half the time. Um, yeah,
1: or on night's I mean, the weird thing with the Raptors is the whole dynamic with Kawhi and games where he doesn't play
0: and it's it's kind of, it almost looks like a different team sometimes. It a is. A lot of the offense it is. just they pl- the, the games where Kawhi plays and the games where yeah. he doesn't, they play two different offenses. Yeah. It's, it's amazing that they've been able to keep that up all season. Like the games he plays, obviously the ball's in his hands and he scores his 26 points or whatever it is. The rest of the team might not play as good in the game he plays because he stops them from doing that. Do you think he's any chance of staying in Toronto? If they make the finals, I think there's a chance. Yeah,
1: it's I mean, this is I'm only thinking of this. I, I feel like this is we ask this all the time, but we're just talking about Kyrie and like Kawhi's not said anything either.
0: No, he's, I think he's intentionally not set it Yeah, yeah. He doesn't want to tie himself and, down. And in him. a way,
1: that but that's a good thing. Like, we just kind of get on with it and just appreciate the basketball. But I feel like the whole thing with the Celtics is just this big media circus around it and everyone's mm. not happy, blah, blah, blah. And that's blah, another
0: benefit of playing in Toronto. You're away from all that media yeah. circus. Same thing in San Antonio. He was away from it all. Imagine if Kawhi was playing on the Celtics when he decided to just stop playing for yeah, a year. That, Yeah, yeah. It, Huge would been, man, like it would have been man. Like he would have been every day. <laughs> tough story. Kawhi's still not playing today. Kawhi's still not playing today. Or L A. Yep. Like he wants to go there next year. Supposedly the rumors say. Like, man, he's not going to have a a foot to breathe in L A. Yeah. I uh, I and he seems like a pretty quiet guy. I don't know if a market like that. Maybe after this season, he saw like how well-run the organization is, how smart the front office is, all that kind of stuff. Maybe it has convinced him to hang around. He's, he's got a whole market of Canada if yeah, he hangs true. around. Yeah, true, whole that's, country. It's you and Drake. That, <laughs> that's it, essentially. Like,
1: you'd, be, you'd get a song written about yeah, you
0: for sure. Yeah, 100%. 100%.
1: Um, I think we should take the opportunity and just talk about your Bulls quickly, Josh. I'd love to. Because, because I watched... I mean, we were talking about Philly a bit earlier and another team that seemed to have the wood over
0: over Philly is the well, Bulls. the Bulls beat them again yesterday. Yeah. Um, Much to my dismay, we've been winning far too many games. We're now sitting at 19 and 47, which almost puts us at 300, which is not what I wanted. <laughs> <laughs> we're, I think we're out of that... Is it the bottom three get equal odds for the top pick?
1: I think it is. I think it's the bottom three. Yeah.
0: I think we've now exited the bottom three. The Cavs have taken our spot. Yeah, the Cavs are in 14th in the East. Which isn't good. I wanted I wanted that highest chance at Zion. Well, the Bulls
1: are right there, though. They're on the cusp. I think they'd be fourth if you're fourth worst. Yeah,
0: to the Suns of Pipps. The well, Suns are the worst. Suns are the
1: worst, and then the rest is in the East. mm Although
0: even the Suns have been playing a little bit better recently. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, the Bulls, the acquisition of Otto Porter, I'm going to be the first to say I did not realise how good Otto Porter was, and I think the Wizards have been holding him back severely for years. He's unbelievable, man. If he played the full season on the Bulls, he'd be an all-star this year. It Flat-out dominating, like... On the wing, he can defend next to anyone, can switch to the four at any yeah. time he likes, shoots from three anywhere, can get inside, can dish the... Like, he's he's so good at so many things. Is is he off contract
1: end of the season? No. He's not. I, no. They have the, the nucleus is there. Between yep. him and Laurie and Levine, yep. they'll get... A reasonably high pick this season, like I, I mean, obviously, well, I think we we're talking just before at the I th- start I, about Chris Dunn as a bit, uh, I don't know, but
0: yeah, well, we were saying off Mike before how Chris Dunn has been a bit, uh, yeah, when I thought this year would be the year he kind of puts his foot down, he's been better this year, no doubt, but like Chris Dunn hasn't, you know, when a player just flat out decides this is my position, and that's that. And yeah, he still hasn't done that. He yeah. still hasn't done it. Like he's. I mean, who
1: else is on the depth charts at point guard for? At for the, the moment,
0: Ridge? only this guy called uh, Archie Diacono. Okay, yeah, I've seen him. Yeah. Um, who's played great? The. If anything, the team has a better flow with him in it than Chris Dunn, which is a problem because this guy is a nobody, Brian Archidiacono.
1: I mean, I, I think at least point guard is probably the easiest position to replace. And that's the
0: th- I think this is also why they're comfortable winning games now because I think they're pulling out of Zion because they got their Otto, Porter, Lowry, Wendell front court and there isn't really any room for Zion and all three of them are still really bloody good. Point guard's the issue, and we can get a decent point guard at second, third, fourth in the draft rankings. There's that guy, Ja Morant, that's been doing the rounds in college. He's a point guard. He's a point guard. Leads the nation in assists and scoring. I think he's the first player in 20 years or 30 years to do so. Um who knows? Maybe I mean, he could even, be the final piece. I mean, I think
1: even dude's already in the league. I mean, I love I, that. Uh,
0: I'm, I'm with you. To be honest, I think the Bulls have enough youth now. I think they need to get an established guy at point guard, not another. If we get another rookie at point guard, yeah, it's going to be another year or two of struggling.
1: Well, like, either that, or I mean, and again, it's it's kind of the case study now. But Brooklyn and, and D'Angelo Russell, exactly, like someone like that exactly. who just needs a change of
0: scenery and and will do I, in the world. I'm of good. definitely with you. I think there is definitely some guys in the league. I'm looking at the Knicks because they got a few point guards. They do.
1: Emmanuel Moutier, And they're looking to replace all Frankie of them. Frankie Smokes. Yeah.
0: If the Bulls could get a guy like Frankie Smokes, they don't necessarily need a like mad facilitator or anything like that. They need a Patrick Beverly is what they need. They need a guy that can, can set the table but predominantly will hold his position... Shoot the Some three. going shoot the three. I think the three. Hundred yeah. percent. Chris Dunn can't shoot the three. That's something he still hasn't well, I mean, proven. That's
1: the problem with a lot. Of, it's weird. There's a lot. I mean, Frankie Smokes can't shoot. Emouyier is very inconsistent. I don't know. There are other guys though. I mean, you even look at someone on the Hornets like uh, Malik Monk. Like, yeah. I don't know if that guy is strictly a point guard, but I think there's there's dudes that they can find.
0: Yeah, because Zach Zach Levine's quite comfortable with the ball in his hands. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I have no problem having like two combo guards rather than a point guard and a shooting guard. Um, you know what really frustrates me? Yeah. We had Dinwiddie and we let him go for nothing. Yeah, that one hurts. <laughs> yeah. Could have definitely used good. him. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like the, there's a lot of foundation in the Bulls which is starting to show itself at the end of this season. I think, although I said it last year that I thought this year would be the year they kind of pick it up a bit, Next year, I'm confident, will be the year they pick it up a bit. <laughs> Lowry started the year injured. There was a lot of uncertainty with this and that. I think they'll all have a good off season together. Um, Wendell's going to be great next year. Having played for a bit, he'll know how to protect the rim. He already knows how to protect the rim, should I say. He'll know how to switch better, I'd say. Um, a lot of promise, man. The, the Otto porter trade, the Bulls absolutely swindled the shit out of the Wizards. They gave him Bobby Portis and Jabari Parker. That's it. Yeah. And we got still on the on the Wizards. Yeah, man, he's scoring twenty points a game off the bench, not passing. Well, yeah. I mean, speaking (laughs) of
1: of Bulls trades that I think in hindsight have really looked okay. I mean, I Zach Levine, dude, that guy's better than Andrew Wiggins. Like, why? So much better. They
0: swindled the shit out of the Timberwolves. The Timberwolves now will fall while the Bulls rise. And they swindled the shit out of the wizards.
1: I mean, obviously that that one in height is a hindsight thing because I mean Jimmy Butler. Obviously, you're going to try and go get Jimmy Butler, but I mean we we see. We got two years later. Larry was not on and that team Zach anymore. Zach
0: Levine and Chris Dunn out of it. Yeah, I two just, of which, or maybe even three, if Dunn can pull his finger out a bit. But at least two are foundational pieces for us now.
1: Um, still looking at the bottom of both conferences, and this is purely just like, what are your thoughts? Where, where do you kind of want Zion to end up?
0: I would love Zion, and you're going to find this weird. <laughs> I want Zion to go to the Knicks. Yeah, I, I can want, get around that. I I'm not finding w- that weird at all. <laughs> he will be a superstar. It would, <laughs> like the <Knicks> he would...
1: <laughs> Automatically, like, the bi- I mean, they're the biggest team in the league if yeah, that happens. Yeah,
0: and the thing is, these guys coming out of college with this much hype. Since LeBron, the only guy that's probably gotten the same amount of hype as Zion is Wiggins. And Wiggins is shit. And Wiggins is terrible, yeah. Yeah. But I think that's that's his fault. Or not necessarily his fault. I think the lack of expectations that he needed to meet upon entering the league kind of let him take his foot off the gas. If Zion goes to the Knicks... They will call him the Messiah from day one. If he doesn't produce, he'll be the biggest bust in history. Know. I think
1: also the way that people look at college players and, I mean, Wiggins can go play a year at Kansas and dominate yeah. and people are like, this guy is going to be all-time. And then in, in the pros, it just doesn't translate. You look at Zion's game and I think everything that he does suits the NBA. Yeah,
0: and I, I think that, that New York fire under his ass will light something truly special.
1: Are you concerned then that, okay, say they, they've they got two max slots, they sign Kyrie, they sign Kevin Durant, they get the number one pick and they, they draft Zion, like all of a sudden that guy is expected to win from day dot? Does that sort of change the narrative for you?
0: No, I, I think... This is one of those once in a generation guys where he should try and win from day dot. Oh, of course. Like, and I
1: think they will be compet. They'll be a top four team in the East. Yeah. Straight uh, up. KD it, Irving. He and, should be and,
0: playing in the league this year. If it yeah, wasn't for the if college it wasn't rule, for the one he year would out, be. Yeah, for sure. Um. So I, I think there's no time to waste. Go for it, Zion. And I go think for go the hard. league,
1: I mean, that's to put your tinfoil hat on, the Adam Silver, like the Knicks being good with those three guys, if they all end up there. Yeah. And even if it's just Zion, even if the other 2 Not don't to happen, mention,
0: they still have Frankie Smokes. He hasn't gone anywhere. they still got Dennis Smith Jr. They, they have they've a They've still coach, got Moudiers. They've got Kevin Knox. They've got Mitchell yeah, Robinson, Knox. who's third in the league in blocks, playing yeah. only 15, 20 minutes a, a game. I'm a big fan of
1: Mitchell. I've actually... DeAndre's out at the end of the season, isn't he? Because oh, Mitchell Robinson is, will be the starting center next year. For sure. Yeah.
0: Um, if anything, they're just telling Mitchell... Look at DeAndre. He's a block machine. Yeah. I've
1: actually picked him up. I'm not playing him yet, but I, he gets blocks galore.
0: Yeah, he gets like four in 18 minutes, like nothing. And, and, it, and he's not fouling.
1: And he's another one of these dudes. This is the way that centers have just <clears> changed. He's <throat> in that Capella, go bear, like yeah. run up and down and just get dunks and putbacks backs and alley-oops block the ball. and block
0: the shit out of the and ball. That's yeah. it. If, if, if that's what If you're a center that's not going to be shooting from all over the place and having the ball in his hands then you have to be the hyper-bouncy blocking rim protector Imagine guy. Imagine
1: that. Mitchell Robertson, Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, Zion. That team is
0: good. Yeah, man. That's like a in the East, that's a playoff team. Straight Dude, up. Dude, that is they like a got. top
1: three team nearly. I, oh.
0: So, yes, to answer your question, I, I do not want Zion to go to Phoenix for the love of God. Absolutely. I hate Phoenix.
1: I would also really hate it if he ended up on the Cavs. Yeah. I think the Cavs have just had so much luck with the first pick. And I just it would be a very anonymous four years for zion yeah before he eventually no doubt move to yeah. an actual relevant team yeah <laughs> um, I look th- i wouldn't mind him going to the bulls oh, that'd of course be great the bulls, yeah <laughs> i think also the hawks the hawks would be a nice one because it would be a little bit anonymous as well but they've got some good things going with
0: herder and with collins and with trey yeah. young who like, has shattered my expectations by the way we Shit on Trey Young so hard at the Dude, beginning of the I year. I think I'm going to formally apologize. I, I need to apologize too. I was uh, very against it. We're sorry, Trey Young. 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 Yeah, we're
1: sorry. <laughs> you were I, right. I think this is a good good way to wrap up. Just like a, a rookie of the year kind of a sum up. And yeah, you're right. Trey Young has, has, the last month has Dude, just been on he fire. He scored, what
0: was it the other day? 40 something points with 16 assists. It was. I mean, it, like,
1: admittedly, it was, I think, a four, or four overtime. It was.
0: But he did most of it in regulation. But that's just silly. Like, If it weren't for Luka Doncic, Trey Young would have run away with this Rookie of the Year.
1: I I don't know whether or not the efficiency is sort of sustainable for him, but it doesn't matter. I
0: actually think it'll increase. Yeah, well, as
1: he gets better, yeah, Yeah. for sure.
0: People called him Steph Light in college, and they weren't sure because... Can this guy hang with the big guys? Yes, he can. He is Steph Light. He is the closest thing to Steph Curry I've ever seen in my life, if not a better passer already. Do you think that, I mean, we all just went off
1: too early on Doncic? I no. mean, Doncic is good. He's no, really good. He's, he's great. I it, mean, it, like, If anything, it comes back to sort of... I don't know how much better he's going to get because he's already, like,
0: pretty much the, the finished product. But that's the thing. It'll be, like, micro. Yeah. If you're already... It's that the, last yeah. 2 or 3 years. Now, now you yeah. can focus on all those little things to make you absolutely unstoppable. And, I
1: mean, that guy playing with Porzingis next year will be... I oh, know. It's, g- it's going to be great. Watch, it's it's going to be great. Watch, yeah.
0: I mean, like, when the Dallas were somewhat more competitive earlier this year, before all their trades and whatnot... Doncic looked like an animal, and even now he's still he's still getting his. They're not winning quite as many games. He's not getting those like clutch final basket moments. Yeah. Just because they're not in the game Any that more, late, yeah. but come next year, he will show us all. I
1: think one thing with this rookie class has been quite interesting is that that sort of top four or five have all been good. Mm. Like those are the – I mean, usually it's some Bagley, random. Bagley's Bagley another one man. I have to apologize if you, to. If you follow my the Backdoor cut Twitter, I am Bagley's biggest <laughs> fan. <laughs> but he has been really good. Yeah. And I mean, it's weird. That front court, they've got so many guys, but they've kind of all made it work. I think he's injured at the moment. He picked up an injury, but – it's not serious. He should be back. And it's. I really hope that they can push for the playoffs. What,
0: what I love about these rookies is that they all had clear... There was one thing that's a clear red flag question mark. Like, Trey Young, can he hang with the big guys? Uh, Bagley, can he do other, anything other than rebound? Yeah. But what they've shown is... And it might give current teams in the lottery a bit of perspective looking at this year's class... If a guy is so good at one thing, he'll figure it out. the The red you kind of got to take the red flags with a pinch of salt. If Bagley can rebound against anyone and put back against anyone, and he really can do it against anyone, yeah, the red flag's almost irrelevant. He's gonna get his anyway. Yeah, he got the guy's getting like thirty and ten off the bench. Yeah, he's a freak. Like I've never seen a guy bounce like that and then land yeah, and strike straight back up yeah, again. Absolutely, and, yeah. And he's stepping out, he's starting to take some some threes and some yep. jumpers, like I think he'll only improve he is really good Jaron Jackson has been really good
1: well that I mean Jaron Jackson's kind of Jaron Jackson and, and DeAndre Ayton uh, Ayton's been really good but he's almost slipped
0: under the well, radar that, I, that was exactly
1: <laughs> my point I feel like unfortunately for both of those guys and the teams that they're on at this point in the season just no one's talking about their teams yeah. so it's they have kind of slipped under the radar
0: but he's been really Ayton's good Ayton's been a walking double-double he's yeah. averaging 16 and 10 has done all year he's um, another
1: one of those guys where if it was another year he'd probably be rookie of the year but it's just, just so, many, sure. so many
0: good Dudes. Um it's really encouraging to see particularly the past three classes i would say the guys coming into the league now are more polished yeah. like there's fewer busts there's fewer unsure i i'm not really is this guy going to do this or that they're coming in ready and they're coming in producing straight away like last year we had donovan mitchell and ben simmons um the, these guys they're any, they were all-stars last year. Yeah. I, I was campaigning for them to be well, all-stars. Well, Ben was
1: another one that he probably should have just come straight from
0: high school. Yeah, like, have. if you're that good, yeah. what are you waiting for? I mean, Donovan, was, Donovan
1: was an interesting one because he was like the 12th pick or the 13th pick or something. Yeah, where That's where I feel, feel like that dynamic between last season and this season's class, like, it's weird that all the top guys have yeah. been good this season.
0: Yeah, whereas last year it was kind of a, yeah, a depth a, thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It was I'm some random it. dude
1: at 13 who turned out to be the best guy.
0: Um. I think that's all i got I to talk about. Yeah, I'm,
1: I'm just about good.
0: As always, follow us on Twitter. Beatty's been hammering it at Backdoor Cut. Follow Instagram, backdoor underscore cut. We are Backdoor cut. My name's Josh here with Beatty. See you next week, boys.